Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Now, today is the 4th of uh, December, um, excuse me, November. So we've had a very, very interesting week as far as uh, market developments are concerned. Uh, we'll have a look at the fundamentals now and the data points in just a moment. And we've got one big last event um, due, um, well, to close out this particular week. And we still got one one eye on next week's um, midterm elections, which is actually on the 8th of November. So we'll have a look at that in just a second. So we've had to navigate these markets really quite carefully. Uh, we've had an explosive move since Wednesday night uh, to the downside for, the need for many of these markets. Um, they have certainly been really quite bearish. We've had a, a couple of trades yesterday, which we were able to book in profits, you know, pretty close to the lows. So we were able to go through that process uh, yesterday in terms of uh, booking in profits. And now we're looking with a clean slate to look for some new high probability trading opportunities in these markets. So let's get straight into it then. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Please see our risk warning currently up on screen. Just be broadly mindful of, uh, of the risks involved in trading financial markets. So just as a quick introduction, um, all profitable traders need to consider, of course, which markets to trade, where do you enter those markets consistently, where do you exit, and that can obviously be for a loss, but also for a profit, um, like we did yesterday, we went through that sort of um, where are we looking to exit now these markets, and we're, we're trying to let the market decide when we exit, when we book in profit, uh, with, with a view of trying to give that give that trade a bit of room uh, to make new lows, or, if you're selling or on new highs, if you're actually buying markets. How do you manage risk um, prior to entry? Hopefully you're predetermining your exposure in each trade and you're calculating what that is and you're, you're trading the correct size. Uh, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? So trade management, important, very important feature, of course, and trading psychology. So we'll help you with all of these facets live every day in our live trade rooms. And uh, as you know, we're strong advocates of being consistent. We just look for the same type of trading opportunities over and over and over again, um, and uh, irrespective of what's happening with these markets. Uh, be accurate with the levels that you use. Um, we don't just use sort of one-size-fits-all approach to, to trading a particular market. Um, we use technical levels, so uh, we can be accurate and we can pinpoint exactly where those levels are. Be disciplined with your capital and, of course, be patient as well. Um, can't express how important it has been to us uh, to be to be patient at times. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. Uh, let's start with a review of um, Forex Factory. So let's take a little step back. Um, just bear in mind the, the the good news is bad news for U.S. stock markets. Um, and that creates this risk-off dynamic. It first started with um, more jobs available in the in the US than what was expected. So that's a, that's obviously a positive, isn't it? Um, then we're going into ADP numbers. So this is your private sector non-farm payroll numbers, and again, much higher than expected. You know, about um, about sixty thousand jobs more than anticipated. So again, that's quite positive. Then we have the Fed increasing rates. Um, uh, 
75 basis points and um, no ambiguity, um, ambiguity at all about whether the Fed are going to uh, whether the Fed are going to pivot on their approach. Um, so initially we saw some some buying coming in, prices actually make new highs, then the proper move kicked into the downside. And that's what we were able to capitalize on yesterday. Then we had a 75 basis point from the, the BOE and we heard from Governor Bailey yesterday. And um, he said this 75 basis point was quite an unusual event. It, it was needed to a certain degree. We've got inflation in the in the US, sorry, in the UK over 10%. So uh, they need to make steps, but um, was almost playing down the, the potential for further rate hikes or, or, or further rate hikes at this pace, um, I think was, was the more, more the point. So we probably will get higher rates, but um, at, at smaller incrementals um, moving forward. And he's made it, very very clear that the uk government is very different to the us however it seems like there seems to be a little bit more acceptance in the uk um with this high inflation that if you have interest rates around three percent it's not likely to have any significant impact we wouldn't imagine on on the inflation and um, that's the blunt instrument that can be used to, to try and bring it down to taper the demand side so maybe they think the 3% mark and, and marginally above it would be the level at which demand would be tapered significantly. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, ISM services just coming in slightly below um, the expected numbers, 55.5. We came in at 54.4. So marginally lower. So all of these news events for the US have been very bearish for these markets we'll have a look at them in a second with one more major event to come uh, non-farm payroll um, again if we get a positive number if we if we exceed um 197 we'd probably good news is bad news we'd probably expect to see the indices roll back over to the downside if we get a good um non-farm payroll num number in there unemployment rate we're we're pretty close to full employment it looks like there's going to be a marginal increase there and this is what the fed this is one of the main um let's say uh indicators for the fed to to perhaps slow down once they've had an impact on the job numbers uh at the moment they're having no impact whatsoever and they're up at sort of four percent so on the left hand side here you see these it, it's for years there it was a race to the bottom uh, and, and now it's it's kind of a race to, to increase rates as much as possible to try and tackle the high inflation, sort of lower growth scenario. Okay, so um, so that's just a bit of a, a, a background into um, the market fundamentals. Just to show you where we're at with the with the bond markets, the, the ten year as as is now sort of pushing really quite. We're getting close to these new highs here uh, in the 10-year. So we're getting very close to that. Uh, we're currently at 4.16. So what, what's interesting is to see the, the two-year, so the, the, the near-end uh, bond yields, they're pushing even higher, 4.73. So we do have, and, and the, 
the nature of this inverted market. So the two year has has a higher yield than the 10 year. Um, and, and that yield is increasing significantly. So you're looking at now a 50, a 57 basis point differential between a two year and a 10 year, which is getting wider. And this is why the, the terminal rate is now expected up above kind of 5%. That's where the Fed are likely to need to be. Um, so next, next time we're probably expecting another 75 basis point hike in the US. We'll have to wait and see how things play out between now and December. But um, we've got a, a worsening situation. Again, this is putting downward pressure on these, uh, these stock markets. So let's have a look at risk first. So we're able to get involved in, in some of this move uh, yesterday. Probably the best, the, the, the trade there was the breakout below the uh, 37, 37.48. And there was a move eventually down to, yeah, 3,700. So um, uh, I suppose a, a profitable trade yesterday. We were able to actually benefit from uh, this move here in the in the Nasdaq, so the tech stocks have taken a, a bit of a pummeling. So that this this same level, excuse me, let's go one more. So this same level for the for the tech stocks was uh, the, the ten thousand eight hundred sixty six, and as you can see, we saw a sizable move uh, down to the ten six seven eight. Uh, we were taking profit down at these elevated levels. Yeah, it was around the, the 10,745 level. So not quite the low, but pretty close to it. And uh, we, we, we closed the night lower and uh, gapped further to the downside. And we've had a pullback in the Asian session with now probably more applied volatility lower. So we can have a look at this. There's uh, some positivity on the Asian session. Um, we've got one more important news event to navigate. Uh, look at this little low in here. It's quite an important level. And um, this is where yesterday's markets uh, was held up at the 10.678 level. If we look at the S&P. Um, if you look at the S&P, we, uh, we saw this gap to yesterday's lows coincided with, um, with, with uh, levels of previous resistance, which can now become a little bit of support. Uh, the overall momentum from these highs is very much to the downside. So we, if we break below that 3,700, we would short term expect some further downside. It's hard to say whether this would be the, the out and out pivot for these markets. Again, Dow Jones, uh, 31,743 level. These are all the levels in which we would be looking to see if we can get further downside. The NASDAQ would be the 10,607. In fact, it's just a little bit lower. That's it. The 10,664. Uh, these are all yesterday's lows. If we break those, we would expect further downside uh, in the US indices. So we, that's certainly a bias right now. We wouldn't be, we're looking for these little dead cap bounces to start rolling over to the downside. Um, there's no reason why we won't see that. And that's the trade that we're looking for. You know, we're looking for this risk off trade to continue. So we've had a gap to the upside. Um, 
it, it's it's quite up and down. It's very range bound. Over the course of yesterday, we saw a bit of upside for the um, FTSE and downside for the pound. Um, we've we've gapped considerably higher now uh, overnight, and uh, we're selling off. So we've just got better coherent trading opportunities. And, and, and like Governor Bailey said yesterday, the situation in the US is is needs to be dealt with in a very different way to that of the UK. So we can't always trade kind of a one size fits all to even um, central bank policy, uh, even though they're they're all kind of following each other at the minute. Uh, the Nikkei, just a little pullback there, really. Um, we just see if we get further upside. And the Bitcoin is really just trading the, the 20,500 level, really, for the last 10 days. So nothing really to see as far as um, Bitcoin's concerned. Just a quick look at commodities. We do like oil higher. It's just getting caught in, in very range bound price action at the minute um, above $90 would probably be an interesting buy trade we're probably going to hold out now for the for the week um, and see you know if there's a slightly better opportunity perhaps next uh, next week in oil we do have the midterm elections so we might see suppressed prices in the build-up to that. We, we just have to wait and see. So probably more up and down expected in in, in oil. Um, gold has had that nice bounce. We, we were talking uh, that we we're probably likely to get a little bounce off the 1615 level, and that's pretty much where this market bounced off the 1616 uh, and 64 levels. So pretty accurate in terms of this level of potential support. Um, we actually missed this trade yesterday. Not not missed it in the sense that um, you know we didn't see it. We, we didn't we didn't actually trade it, uh, and it's just purely down to uh, the fact that the the dollar moved an hour before we got to our trading desk. So across all the dollar pairs, they all sort of broke out um, and broke this this level, this important level, while we were um, running the session yesterday and while we were hosting our. Um, our, our, our live broadcast so the timing for yesterday's trade wasn't wasn't fantastic for us so again we can look at these markets with um further bearish and and look we've already started to roll back over to the downside so we can see we can have a look today again over the course of the trading day for some further dollar dollar strength it's kind of what we would anticipate not much going on against the yen so we can certainly look at the euro dollar to the downside the pound dollar to the downside uh the dollar swiss um no reason why we wouldn't get if we break above the 0147 we'd probably expect further upside in the swiss so yesterday was all about dollar strength um the dollar cad we had a nice move and then a then subsequent rollover to the downside um, I suppose as, as oil is is pushing higher, it's kind of impacting the, the Canadian dollar positively. So, better opportunities in else in other markets really for the for the dollar CAD. Uh, a decent move yesterday to the downside. 
for the euro dollar uh, sorry the aussie dollar should i say so nice move to the downside again we've had a bit of a reversal in the asian session if we get continued reversal we'd probably expect this market lower below 62.77 so a little bit to go really for the aussie dollar same situation with the um with the new zealand dollar and you would be forgiven if you look at this price action across any of these markets you know we made new new highs um just literally wednesday night so we had a day of continuation yesterday and today we're getting the pullback so it's not like we've got prolonged easy sort of trading conditions to deal with the rollover to the downside below the in, in markets like new zealand dollar was the 58.10 so we got a nice little rollover yesterday um, so it's only really one day of continuation. Looking at the, the other currencies, uh, a really strong day for the euro against the, the pound, uh, a really nice move. Uh, we weren't really a part of it. Um, we were able to get in, to get out of this trade and booking profits down at these lower levels yesterday. So all we've done in the interim is just pull back and just drifted sideways. However, our, our momentum and direction would definitely be uh, further lower so the the 144.03 we do have to be careful we're running into the 50 period moving average just below these lows and um, you know it's not uh, below the 144.03 we've got this low down here at the 143.68 so maybe there's an opportunity to get into it at these current prices and, and see if we get some further momentum to the downside So it would be below, yeah, let, let's work with that. So we're looking at US indices to the downside. We're again looking for, for the dollar to strengthen. So that's going to be the same. Euro yen further downside uh, below the 144, 144.31 level. The pound took a really strong move to the downside yesterday. We're back now below the monthly low and we've got a similar situation. So there's rollover to the downside. Um, we know that the, the yen are looking to intervene in these markets. There's strong support just below. So we need to get in below this level. not a picture we we really like okay so let's put together this trade plan then uh, so we'll have a strong focus on where we're likely to see the best possible opportunities and it's not too dissimilar really from yesterday's um trade plan so yesterday we had a really strong market summary to the downside in terms of this risk-off market condition so we had a, a strong continuation trade uh, in those markets um, today, not, not so strong. It is Friday now, so we do have non-farm payroll. So we're likely to get quite tentative price action in the build-up to that event. And then we'll probably get some significant corrections post that non-farm payroll event. So it's going to be interesting to see um, what numbers we get and how these markets are going to react. Again, 
we are very much on the US industry weakness side of the, the argument and um, we're looking for some US dollar strength. Just be selective, you know, like avoid the dollar CAD maybe um, uh, and the, the dollar yen. But, you know, do look at the euro dollar, pound dollar, uh, dollar Swiss, maybe the Aussie dollar. So you can look at some of these dollar markets, perhaps more so than others. And then yesterday we had a nice move in gold below the 16.31, so a decent trade there. Let's swap out gold with the euro yen. We're going to look for the euro yen to sell below the 144.31. Okay. So this is our trade plan. We're going to look across the U.S. indices this morning. Uh, we're going to look further. We're going to look very carefully at the dollar. So we're looking at U.S. indice weakness. We're looking for some continued U.S. dollar strength. Uh, and we're going to look to sell the euro, euro yen below the 144.31 level. So that's going to be our trade plan for the day. Um, yeah, so so Finbar, the, the euro dollar, um, we just kind of went through it there. So um, uh, we, we'd certainly be looking, actually, we might be able to get into it at a slightly higher price now. We're going to switch rooms. So we're going to go into our trade room now. And we'll see if this opportunity presents itself. We've already pulled back sort of 70, 60, 70% off uh, today's daily highs in the euro dollar. So that bodes well for further downside. We'll get into that now in just a second. So on that note, guys, we'll let you go. Any questions, feel free to post them and we'll answer them before we close off the broadcast. Um, but we will um, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Oh, that's good news, Fimba. Uh, great trade we'll go in and have a look at it now in just a just a minute or two we'll have a look at it in a bit more detail for you so on that note guys thanks very much for joining us just to let you know we trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m for the european session and again at 12 45 for the us trading session so if you want to join us for that uh, you're very welcome to do so um for more information just go to the live trade room.com and we'll uh we'll see you in our live trade rooms so for everyone here take care we'll speak to you soon bye for now